Welcome everybody to the SBI Podcast. Today we have my Midwest brother, a very talented producer. He's worked on records with The Game, Kanye West, Danny Lay, Chris Brown, Diddy, Machine Gun Kelly, Snoop, Rick Ross, just to name a few. He had beats an NBA 2K series and has another drop in February 8th on 2K24. He's opened his own studio called Ultrium Studios here in Los Angeles. Producer, entrepreneur, and all around great person, my dude. Chris Big Duke Malloy. My dog. My stroke. <laughs> that was a great doing, intro, man. You know, gotta gotta give you the flowers, I'm gonna use that man. before a beat. No, I just like... <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> How you feeling, bro? I'm great, bro. I can't complain, man. I appreciate you having me on, man. Man, I appreciate man. you. I appreciate you man. coming on, man. You know, you my dog, so, you know, we be hanging, we be politicking, talking, um, I just got so much respect for you, man. How you move. Thank you. Man. Um, you diligent. Um, you know, keep your word, man, and your word. Um, you, about bro. your goals. And every time I see you trying to achieve something, so it's like my folks like that. I gotta hold them close. You Thank know what you, brother. So Thank I appreciate you, you dog. No, I gotta man. give you your flowers. So. Me- means a lot, man. Means no, a lot. Definitely, definitely, man. Um, well, I wanted to. It's funny we kick it all the time, and I, mm-hmm. you know, I know you're from Ohio, but yeah. like, I never knew like your full, full story. So. Yeah. I want to know literally from square one when music came into your life, yeah. what what you thought you were going to do instead, if that was the case, or Man. just you know how'd you got here, you know how you how you navigated Man. to this point. It, it's crazy. Like I got like one of them. Like when I was a kid, if I would have known that the music part of church mm-hmm. man what <laughs> every sunday i probably been a pastor or something you know what right, i mean because right. i didn't know about the aspect like i used to go there and uh you know just be old people talking and then you hear the music for a second mm-hmm. kind of paying attention to see where it's going on and then man next thing you know it's just like man i'm sleepy dog i need to get out of here <laughs> um you know so i wasn't able to find music that way you know mm-hmm. like a lot of my peers um, that came later in life. And even like my aunt bought me a, a keyboard um, when I was like in third, fourth grade. And you already know, I grew up in that black household, black mama. Mm. Mom in that joint off key on everything. <laughs> my mom would come in there like, boy, if you don't turn that, you know what I'm saying? Turn you that. ain't doing it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn that off right now, right? Um, you know, so I wasn't, and it wasn't that anything against her. Like, you know, I don't come from that kind of family where it's right. like music. I come from like the, Blue collar, man, everybody, you know, mm-hmm. get up, get you a job, that don't work, get you a resume, that don't work, go to school, right. that don't work, go to the army, <laughs> you know what I mean? Anything but, nigga, stay in my house eating everything up and not paying no bills, right? Talking um, about you got some dream going on. Man, so, yo, I did the, you know, the typical American thing. I graduated from high school, mm-hmm. applied for college, right. you know, did all that, all the uh, little leg work to get in, got yeah. into college. Um for electronic engineer. Um, went oh. to the University of Akron. Um, had a lot of friends there. Like, I was cool with uh, uh, Rome Trab, which is LeBron's boy. I knew a lot of people. They all went, you know, went to that same school. So that was a cool experience. Um, but when I started figuring out it was a desk job, I'm like, damn, I'm about to sit at a desk? Oh, fuck no. <laughs> like, this this ain't me. Like, no, no, no. I'm loud. I, I talk, you know what I mean? I, they going to have to put me in the corner, like in elementary school, because I talk yeah. too much, right? So I was like, this ain't going to work for me. Um, so I'm like, man, school, uh, school, ain't gonna, school ain't it. You know, I didn't think about changing majors. I didn't understand none of that. Um, I was just like, this ain't going to work. I'm cool. I'm going to go back home. And, uh, you know, what they don't tell you is, 
it, when you don't finish school and you come back home, it's like, burr, 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 burr. like that shit, like, man, like, hey, bro, yeah. you know what I mean? You can't even, like, anything you doing, they, it, job coming in, in it, you know what I mean? You be making a sandwich, they be like, yeah, you know, you're pretty good at making sandwich, maybe you can get a job making something. You know what I mean? You can't do nothing. You be sitting on the porch. You look nice sitting on that porch. Maybe you could get a job sitting on, you know what I mean? So <laughs> they got jobs for that? Yeah. So, you know, I came back home, was dealing with that with my family. Um, and one of my friends, uh, which his name is Chip, Chip the Ripper, um, you know, he was rapping at the time. Oh, and, yeah. I know Chip. And, Shout and, out to uh, Chip. Yeah, we just kind of linked. And, and we, you know, we've been friends since we was kids. But he's just like, yo, man, I want you to help me. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. We don't know what, like, our, you know, the position is. It's like, you rapping, and I'm the dude to tell everybody about it. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and, and which in that journey, I became like a manager and understood that, you know, certain things I had to do, book shows and all of that stuff. Right. I was just always good with, like, dealing with people, talking mm -hmm. to people. I'm a people person. Um, you know, so that turned into the management role, right? So, right. you know, I'm this manager. Um, things that's working out on the local level where the whole city starts to mess with us and we're doing shows and then it starts to happen regionally because we start going to Chicago and Detroit and Lincoln with Big Sean and all of these Chicago artists and all that stuff um, and then that eventually like led us you know to a point where we were coming to California for the first time we came to California for the first time on Cuddy's uh, tour Okay. Um, on that tour I met Kanye I met Diddy Polo to Don Amber Rowe, all kind of just like, I'm like, whoa, you know, go from like being around Cleveland people to mm -hmm. A-list, you know what I mean? Go around being from underground rappers to A-list. So right. I was like, wow, this kind of access exists in California. Man, I need to get out of Cleveland. So I right. get back to Cleveland. I'm talking so bad about Cleveland. They like, you what you mean? You know what you mean? The sun be shining, everybody smoking weed, everybody happy. I'm like, damn, y'all niggas like, mean here. Yo, you know no. I mean? Yeah, oh yeah. All y'all do is complain, work, and be cheap here. I, don't, I hate it here. You know, talking, talking mess. So it took me like two years, brother. And I, I kept doing that. Man, when I save up 1500 when I save up 2000 nigga, I had $700, a plane ticket, nigga, and three outfits. And I was like, nigga, I am out. I have to go. I don't know. I can't do it here no more. And not, not that it wasn't working out in Cleveland, but it was like I hit that ceiling, you know, right. and I was looking for a challenge, man. Like I wanted to grow um, as a man, like grow my career, you know, really do this. I really wanted to pursue it and not just be like somebody that kind of worked in music, but somebody that like dove all the way in and just, right. you know, inside out. So I moved to L.A. Um, and that was I, before that was before even starting to make beats. No, I was so I'm making beats the whole time. OK, but. It was like, um, the story of how I started making uh, beats was I had a friend named, um, actually one of my big homies, Chase. Chase is like the free Chase. Um, Chase had this laptop. Um, don't know how you know how he got it or whatever, but he was opening his trunk. And uh, he was getting somebody's trunk and I seen the laptop. I'm like, yo, what's that, Chase? He like, oh, it's a laptop. I'm like, oh, that's hard. He was like, you, you want to use it? I'm like, uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, good. brand new laptop, free, okay, free as me, baby, you know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. So he gave me that joint, um, and then one of my other homies, I put Fruity Loops on there, just mm -hmm. randomly, because I'm like, man, I'm going to try this shit again. I was trying it in college, wasn't working, annoying the shit out of my roommate. 
just couldn't put nothing together. Not even the idea. <laughs> I was trying to sample like Mr. Zen, man. I was trying to sample shit like that. That nigga ain't looking at me like, man, I can't beat this big nigga up. He don't turn this, <laughs> Mr. Turn this Zen, off. Man, head yeah, ass. Yeah, bro, I'm trying to head ass, right? So anyway, you know, um, I, I, uh, Ty comes through. My boy Ty. Shout out to Fly Ty, 216. Uh, rapper from Cleveland. We be joking back and forth. That's still my boy. But uh, he showed me how to use Fruity Loops, and he a rapper. And he was like, yo, man, I know how to use Fruity Loops. You just got to do this, and you got to drop the drums in here. That nigga started showing me. I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm, a, yeah. I'm a visual learner. So I started seeing. I say, oh, you got to do that. I stayed up all night. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, bro, when I, all, you already know. You, you, you're a creative. Oh, trust. So especially when you first learn how to do it. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I'm good at this. And then I am a fucking, like, a serial. Like, I would be a serial killer. Of course, I wouldn't be a serial killer. <laughs> but I'm just like one of them. Like, I'd be, like, Meticulous. Yeah, yeah just you just. Treacherous about it. absorbs it. So, you. Yeah, yeah, just, man. So, um, yeah, I just dove in, was doing that shit every day day when he showed me how to do it but anyway yeah that was like uh 07 so i had been working for years i had a couple cuts by the time i moved to la okay i did stuff with chip i worked on like the cleveland show uh mr joint in there called ou which one of like my favorite drinks forever that that i made and i started it with the baseline that's um, on the I, cleveland yeah, show yeah that's yeah, so yeah. sick man and then currency had a drink called audio dope i did and okay. it was like his big first internet like wow. blog drink i did that joint but I didn't know what I was doing. I was just making beats. I sent a couple emails. Or I'd be making a beat and Chip be like, yo, that's dope. Um, I'm about to rap on that. All right, cool, whatever. But I'm just the manager. Right. I don't care about it. It's working. Like, full on working. People know me for it. And I don't care about it. That's amazing. <laughs> it's so weird, bro, right? And uh, when I got here, um, I was like, man, I, I want to take this serious. I want to, maybe I need to do this full time. Maybe this is what I really need to do and I was around my boy Yanni um and mm-hmm. I was watching Yanni do sessions and he working with writers and you know I didn't even know they're writers they people come in and I'm mm-hmm. like okay I'm thinking they're artists and they doing a song and I'm like yo yo why you ain't uh finished the work you know kind of just ruining the session and they like uh oh we said it is the such session kind of looking at me like yo how you don't know you know I had no clue that people like wrote whole songs for people right. I had no clue right. like I, I I've I had been around like the cypher era where it's like we in a room, some rappers, a person rapping, might, a person might toss a bar or whatever, but I've never seen like somebody lay a reference of a whole song and then somebody <laughs> record it. Yeah, that's yeah. how country I was, right? And uh, so I'm seeing Yanni doing that and I kind of was learning that process. So I'm like, you know, there are the writers there. Yanni had did like some hits. Then I had like some internet songs and I had no records, um, but Yanni had did a bunch of stuff. So all the people were around. So it was like, I'm meeting them, shaking their hand. They looking like, you know, damn, what the hell are you doing around Yanni? You know what I'm saying? Right, okay, what right. you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm a producer. You know what I mean? And uh, so, you know, that was a blessing because I was able to kind of watch him, mm-hmm. see what he do, and then also build my own relationships. So definitely shout out to Yanni yeah, um, for opening that door um, here. Him and my boy Bishop, because Bishop had the studio that we were renting okay. when we first got here. So, yeah, man, that was, uh, when I got here, it's really when I first, uh, I started taking being a producer, actually serious. I had okay. been doing it years prior, but... Yeah, 2012, 13 was like, all right, Big Duke, you a producer. You know what I mean? Damn, so, that's crazy. Yeah, bro. That's dope to hear that. I, I remember the first time I picked up a a, a doll, it was Reason. Oh, yeah. And, yo, I pressed tab, and yeah. I was like, I closed that bitch. Yeah. I was done. Because I was like, what oh, yeah, is all this? All them cables. All them cables all and I'm like, what the hell is this? I'm like, no, no, no. I'll stick with my Triton and my MP. I had an MPC and yeah. the Triton, so I'm like, I'll, I'll stick with that. But uh, 
that's, yeah, that's, that shit hilarious to me because it's like sometimes when I be in sessions and I'm like on my computer working, uh-huh. and there's people there that don't like they love music but they don't create music. Mm-hmm. They don't even know what the hell you're doing on your computer. That shit look like Tetris. They just like it just looks great. You're just making that? blocks, and you're just like what? And, <laughs> and, and I can this- hear them, and you understand it. And then you know we get to talking the language. You send VSTs and plugins. They just looking like man. I don't know what you like, bro. You're speaking. You know what I mean? Like, bro, we like aliens. Bro. It's a different <laughs> language. Yeah. It's, it's a different language, and it's understanding what what does what. Like I've. I've realized it's a universal language, though, even between me learning Premiere yeah. after knowing how to use uh, Ableton. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> same, like I came from, had reason, didn't really use it. Mm-hmm. Then I think my first DAW that I really used was Logic. Yeah. And then I understood Logic. Mm-hmm. I, I think I got Logic 8. Okay, was yeah, I started. yeah, I remember Logic 8. Yeah. yeah. And so I started with that. Then I went from Logic to... Uh, yeah, to Ableton. Mm-hmm. Then from Ableton to I tried Cubase for a bit. Learn Pro Tools for vocals. Yeah, you know it's all those different like building blocks. Mm-hmm. It's it's crazy. Have you used any of the uh, AI stuff for beat making like yet? The, no, I haven't, man. I, I got familiar like with a couple of the companies and stuff. Uh-huh. Like, I spoke to a couple of people. I haven't. Um, I probably the closest I got is like using like a like the Ripex, which is like the Serato, mm-hmm. which is yeah. like the stuff that like uh, stems you know certain stuff right. out. Um, for me, like for texture stuff, you saw but I the haven't stems. Did, like, huh? You saw the stems, uh, MPC stems is coming man, out, bruh. I bruh. told you my MP in the shop <laughs> when I seen it. I was like, God, what you doing, man? <laughs> well, Yo, did you see the, what's the name leak though? What? Uh, I think it's the thirty two key. Oh, they're coming out with a 32 So, you know, key? they got a 61. Yeah, they're doing, uh, was it 37? Whatever the oh, number th- yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. 37 key, is that right? Or what, yeah, it's what usually 37, 61, then Yeah, 76. so they about to make a 37 key. Damn. I know, and you that. already know. It's like a Miko. It's like having a Miko. A small Miko. Isn't it crazy how that came back? I know. But you know what's funny, though? Stuff always come full circle. That's true. Like, uh, who used to use the Miko? Yanni used to use the Miko. Yanni, Timberland, Timberland uh, Polo, yeah, Polo to Dine. Bro, I yeah. have a Nico out there. Oh, you got one? I have a Nico. That's what it's called, a Nico. I said yeah, well, Nico. no, no. They had a Miko. Oh, the Miko, Miko was the really little guy. Oh, okay. And then they had the Nico, and yeah. then they had the... Uh, I didn't know you had one in there. You got bro, one in there? I got one in there with the... With what is it? Uh, Windows XP. Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah. Can you, oh yeah, because you can't go past that on there. Too. No, no. Yeah. I, you, well, I think you were able to upgrade the whole. I remember. Fell I apart, think Yanni had Ableton on his, and he had like everything, like every because it, it's possible. a PC computer. You know what I've so been thinking about? Anything. Get one of them handhelds. Oh, and the, Ableton uh, on it. Steam Deck. Yeah, and putting Ableton yeah, on it. Yeah, that would be hard. You know what I'm saying? That would be it's hard. Like, and then just dropping all the. You know what I mean? I heard uh, Pierre does that with FL. Okay. Yeah, but you know is. you know what? They got Logic on our iPad. I've seen that. I have seen that. They got yeah, Pro Tools yeah. on iPad now. Man, come on, Ableton. Hey, yeah. Ableton, man. Well, Ableton has me. that Note thing. Ableton Note. It's not bad. What is it? It's called Note. It's an app? Yeah, it's an app, and it's like you kind of like draw the mm-hmm. music. It, it's cool. It's like yeah. very loop-based. Man, if they just gave us... A small version of Ableton yeah, on the iPad. Yeah. It's up. I'm showing up to the studio with my iPad. I ain't even, <laughs> that's, I ain't even bringing. That's one thing I, I, I've always respected too. Like you usher in new technology with your workflow yeah. very seamlessly. <laughs> like you're not one of those people. Like once you got into the like the new NPCs, like yeah. that was your thing. You know what I mean? You can have your laptop obviously track it in, but like yeah. that's what you go with, and you. Mm-hmm. W- 
what are things that you look for? Like, I know the things I look for, but what are the things you look for to make it, um, to implement something into your workflow? Um, I think for me, it's the fun aspect, right? right. And, uh, like, even I was telling you, I was like, I love the NPC because it's you using your rhythm. Where it's like a lot of us are us like new school, new mm. generational producers. We like clicking shit in, right. and we don't got a problem. It's like we get on the keys and mess around some notes, but we click some in. If I could click the kick in or drop it in there, I just drop it in there. Right. But it's something about just your rhythm, mm-hmm. your beat. You know what I'm saying? That that it makes it you. It's funny. I was with a uh, shout out to Cosign. Oh um, yeah, my dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I was with Cosign, and you know he was just explaining like his process and uh what makes him him and his sound you know and it was just right. like the rhythm and the velocity stuff and all that because mm. that's you know his pattern um like him you know it's his soul it comes from his soul so i think i look for stuff that you're able to add more personality of you out and the thing that happened in like your brains mm-hmm. you know what i mean so you know i'm driven by like shit like that where it's like yeah i might have heard an idea like this but it's some weird elements in here that's like this person's right and but it's beauty to that you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i mean that's even with the old school technology that was what was so cool about it like yeah you had these uh constraints but that's what made you like the uh, oh my god uh what am i thinking the sp yeah you could only only sample like what was it like eight seconds across the whole not even yeah like across the whole thing but they was stacking Man, my, my my homie uh Happy was telling me that Happy Perez. He was like um, he was talking about like how much certain sounds it'd be like a few sounds on on one thing. Yeah, there's nothing you could do about it. But it's just just sound amazing in the mix right. and all of that stuff. But it's like yeah, it'd be a kick, a hat, this and that's sample, that. the snare, and that is on on one thing, and you got four of them. You know what I mean? You got four tracks. So yeah, yeah, different thing. But I feel like when you put people in a box and make them more creative, like. I used to make crazy beats on my NPC app because it was limited. I wasn't on my computer. I couldn't go to my hard drive. Mm. I couldn't open contact. Right. I had a thousand keyboard sounds. So I was finding ways to fulfill for it feeling full with just the things I had right there. And um, in that, you know, it's like it's like when people be in jail. Like, you ever see, like, the inventions? <laughs> I, man, I seen these, these niggas was doing an ab roller. They had two uh, Coca-Cola mm. bottles. Like no. taped together and, and they there was water in them. You know what I'm saying? And they was taped and that and that shit was like they ran in there fucking chopped up. And I'm like, man, like you know how long I would have had to been by myself to think about that because I am right. that kind of person. That's why you know it's like right. you, you that kind of person. You can yeah. sit and create and think of the most masterful. Look at this. You know what I'm saying? This Thank setup. You, this shit came from. I know you. You sitting here <laughs> thinking, you know what I'm about to do? It was thinking a lot too. Yeah, like yeah, that ain't gonna go yeah. there. This so being good. confined in in, in in that space, you could come up with some crazy stuff. And I think that's that's like the perfect analogy for that man less yeah less is more for real 100 <laughs> yeah well it, yeah it stretches it stretches your mind I, that's what i'm worried about with the with the emergence of ai and music because mm-hmm. we've already you know the computer opened one barrier mm-hmm. to, of entry to like a lot of people which is dope yeah um and people found really cool ways to manipulate these dolls and yeah. these computers that but What's next? If things already sound so much alike, do you think things are going to backtrack? Like we're going to see a lot more people actually playing instruments, a lot more people, yeah. you know. I think I think I think every I think it always goes the other way, right? So mm-hmm. it's like when stuff go one way then, you know, now it's like you watching people go viral from like their living room or right. Like even the internet, right? I was looking at like 
I remember when you used to see recipes on the internet, everything professional, right? Mm-hmm. I'd just be like, a, 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 what is ASMR? Right. Motherfucker just smacking chicken breast, <laughs> chopping lettuce, tomatoes. They take a bite and mustard shoot out the back of the sandwich, and then that shit got 10 million views, and they live in Omaha, Nebraska, <laughs> and, 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 and work in real estate. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now they this internet uh, sensation for being a chef and they're not a chef. So, and I feel like, you know, the dope thing about that is it connect with people because it's organic. Cause they're like, man, I, that look like my kitchen. That look, oh, I got right. that, man, I eat that. You know what I mean? So I feel like it's going back towards the way of things being more organic. Cause the more they robotic and then they all be the same. People get tired of that. It's yeah. like, when, like, it's like the filters, right? You go, you know, you go look through Instagram and you look at people's faces and they all look the same. You'd be like, man, it's no way everybody look like the same person or they got the same like gloss to their skin or their hair. Yeah. Like, you know, even if they copying certain things, you know what I'm saying? So uh-huh. I feel like it's going back to being more organic. Like even with fashion, right? I'd be like so confused with fashion because <laughs> everybody who in the fashion is in a different year, right? But it's expression. So it's self-expression. Like I get it. Like I've been seeing everybody wearing the big ass clothes again. Right. Like right. 2005. And I'm like, man, as a, a 37 year old, I already went through that phase of my life. Like, I'm not going back. I'm not going back I'm to not that. Going back, but I, I respect it. I see why y'all on that. And I get it. But I don't know. I guess I'll just keep moving forward. Or maybe that's staying in the same place or whatever. But I just feel like, you know, a lot of like, since the internet exists, yeah. it's easy to copy and see stuff. Where it's like, yeah. If you was, you know, back in the day, we from different places, you wouldn't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, 100%. I remember I used to go to Chicago. Um, I think the first time I went to Chicago, I was like 19, 20, uh, something. And everybody had Jordans on, right? And it wasn't like now, like, everybody got Jordans on because it's the internet. Right. It was like, no, you in Chicago, this from Michael Jordan play. Everybody so got Jordans. this grandma, this grandpa, this janitor, <laughs> mm-hmm. this kid, this old Asian man, this, this Mexican lady. All got Jordans on because Michael Jordan played here, not because right. it's the cool thing on the internet. Right. You go to Atlanta, you know what I'm saying? Everybody got the tall tees on. Man, the dicky shorts. Yeah, with yeah, the, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, they, and they socks a certain way, whatever it is. It's like the shoes a certain way, whatever. You know, yeah. you come here, everybody got the high socks on, chucks. Right. Oh, I'm on, I know I'm on the West Coast. I see Vans Vans. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even when I, I remember when I first moved out here and I got like my first pair of Vans and I was back in Cleveland and it was like, oh, you a West Coast nigga now. You got on Vans. Uh-uh. And I'm like, damn, I can't. And I'm like, but it, that's where they identify with, right? Right. But, but that was 10 years ago when my friend said that, 12 years ago. Now, if I wear them, it's like, oh yeah, I got a pair of them too. Because yeah. the internet connected all of us. Mm-hmm. And so everybody got access to everything. I mean, Air, <laughs> white Air Force Ones used to never sell out. One fifteen. They they are one hundred and fifteen bucks. I seen that the other day. Crazy. They used to be eighty dollars. Listen, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. Another clientele started buying them <laughs> a year and a half ago. I was like, but I ain't never. I ain't wearing the Air Force one. And uh, I needed all white shoe. <laughs> There's no better and I broke one. Down and bought a pair. And I was like, I remember the first day I wore them. I was like, I hate how these bitches feel. <laughs> like, and then I wore them again. I was like. And they ain't really that bad. And then this next was... thing you know, I bought another pair. I'm in New York. I go on like Stussy or something. One of them stores. And they're like a hundred bucks. I'm like, man, what? Bro, I used to pay six. I, I never forget the le- the least amount I ever paid for certain. I paid 35 bucks for a real and real pair of force ones. By the way, in the hood, like we got all these stores, these certain little stores. We had this store called City Blue. 
Um, uh, uh, other cities got called City Trends. I think yeah, it's like I, when you said Trends. City Blue, I'm like, huh? Yeah, I think City. y'all call City Trends. City Trends, but it's the same. It's like owned by like Arabic cats. Yeah, they from like Middle Eastern or some shit like that, and then they just had a plug to everything. So I, bro, I used to get forces from there for thirty five, forty dollars, fifty dollars, and it really was just because I always shopped there. You know, so it's not, right. not, sure not you paying love. taxes. Yeah, they like, oh, Duke, I got you. you this is man? not Foot Locker, people. Man, like, so this when is... I see 115, I'll be like, man, like, the older I get, the more I'm going to get hustled. Is bro, that what I'm on? Timberlands are out of control. Oh, bro, I won. I just got a pair from uh, Nordstrom Rack about five months ago for like 90 bucks. I didn't Ooh. know they were 180 bucks. Bro, they're $180. They went, they were like 120 no, back in the day it was like a hundred. It's like, like hundred. Ninety nine bucks. Ninety nine bucks. We had this place called Mr. Allen's. It'd be like twenty nine, two fifty, Mr. Allen. <laughs> it's <laughs> like that. Allen. It'd be like a cool dude on the screen. You know what I mean? It'd be <laughs> like Timberlands, two for ninety nine. It'd be like back to school or some <laughs> shit. But yeah, them joints be like a hundred bucks. Yeah, bro. Yeah, it's different weird. different era, bro. Inflation and and life Man, has gotten extremely expensive. You know, it's people, bro. People buying shit that they not supposed to buy because somebody it. said it. It's like the Stanley Cup thing. Bro, I've been seeing so oh, many people. Oh, the Stanley. Bro. Bro. Niggas who never cared about a, a cup in their fucking life. Stanley Cups. And then what's the other one? Yeah. Uh, 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 what, what is it? It's, an, it's, no, it's another, another cup. You got the Stanley and then you got the. Uh, oh, it's another cup? Uh, yeah. I haven't seen it. Uh-uh. Oh, it's the. Uh, I can't think of the other one. It's like a tumbler. Oh, you have okay. Stanley, and then you have uh, it's usually because that shit fucked me up. Bro. It's made by people who uh, I'm trying to think of it. It's it's usually something that's used by like construction workers. Oh, okay, like a uh, uh, not a flask. Uh, it's like uh, car. It's like Carhartt, but it's not Carhartt. Yeah. It's, um, oh, but they made a cup like a Stanley cup. Yeah. Cup? Well, it's like there's multiple. It's Stanley, and there's another company, but people go crazy for these, and it's and like they, like selling out a cup. It was a funny ass meme. It said, uh, "I see a lot of people with Stanley cups in their picture, but they really need Stanley to name." <laughs> <laughs> Say that carpet need to be clean. That's that cup. Well, I wonder. I just look at sometimes this generation, and I go. Yeah. Because of the internet too, and it's what are we? What are you spending your money on? Like I get it. If you're the person, I go to work every day. Yeah, need me a reliable thermos. I live in a cold city like yeah. Chicago or Cleveland, and it's you know I put my coffee or my soup or my. I get that. Yeah, but paying forty five, fifty dollars, sixty dollars for a cup, uh, okay. and most people aren't who are buying these cups. We're not talking about the people who can just afford it like it's, yeah. like it's a lot of people buying Man, $50 cup is crazy <laughs> but saying. I ain't gonna lie I'm gonna get a plus side to it I'm glad y'all drinking water <laughs> they're not putting water in those cups Man, what they putting Sprite in there coffee oh for real that it's, tall yes. of a cup of coffee like yeah. iced coffee Yes, brother. Oh, y'all Either drinking a iced gallon coffee of coffee or hot coffee? They drinking the like you're talking about these guys. Yeah, right? yeah. they're drinking coffee. Oh my god! All yeah, right. it's oh. it's like the Starbucks. You know, Starbucks also has cups. Oh wow! Yeah, they do got their and own cups. Man, yeah. people collect them. Yeah, I ain't. A, I'm not a Starbucker. I mean, I'm not I guess I, I get like a medicine ball, some random. Like I know what that is, but yeah, I'm not. I don't think I ever been cool enough to be a Starbucker. Like I just, I respect it. I respect the Starbucks gang. Y'all got it. Um. You know, I meet somebody there to look important or something. <laughs> <laughs> Get a look, but nah, it ain't really my vibe, though. Well, I mean, I I get it, but 
shouldn't take that much sugar. Like, let's yeah. just be realistic. Oh, you ridiculous. shouldn't take that much sugar. Ridiculous. Then I always like to do like the little game of let me see, open my calculator. Because when you break it down and you understand how much money you're actually spending <sighs> on Starbucks, yeah. like eight dollars a day times you know, 365. It's crazy. Adds up. It do. It's a vacation. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a vacation. It's a piece yes. of your car or something. It's like, it's something. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's, it's something that could be utilized. It's a piece of an income tax check. 2920 bucks. 2920 Yeah, that's bucks. a vacation. Yeah. That's a nice little vacation. Yeah. You're not going anywhere very far, but guess yeah. what? You're going further than to pick up the fucking Starbucks. I'll tell you that. <laughs> You're going Two, further than hey, that. Shit, two thousand to the right person, bro, is a <laughs> is a good, a yeah, solid investment. Everybody ain't trying to stay in no good hotel. They just, <laughs> get you an Ethereum. No, I'm just like <laughs> get, get, get you, you one up. Ethereum. <laughs> if you just take a year off Starbucks, no, just, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's where I put that money. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Right, do you play? Do you get into the Bitcoin game? Man, you or know what's funny? The crypto game. I'm one of the people that I got either extremely good luck or extremely bad luck. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm right. like I'm like that dude that's why you be like, man, buy that stock. And then I buy it and then it'd be like, I, I made, you know, $10,000 or like, hey, man, buy that stock. And then it hit zero like right after I pushed in. And then right. my dude would hit me be like, yo, uh, you ain't buy that stock, did you? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I so, just heard some. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I didn't. You know, when I got into crypto again, I didn't try to do it like how I should have, right? Where I'm like, I'm going to study the market and mm-hmm. understand all this thing. I'm just like, man, I'm going to throw some money in there. So I made a little money. <laughs> right. During right? the pandemic? And then, yeah. And <laughs> then course. I pulled out. And then, you know, it get, I, you know, it turned into a video game after that. Oh, wonder if I can, you know, try to win again. Right. And I put that in and that drink went through the flow. I damn near owe money. Like, they, they hit me like, hey, bro, you owe uh, Your nah. account is uh, yeah, under- negative. Robin Hood? Like, man. Yeah, Robin Hood. I was using a Coinbase. Oh, Coinbase. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I did like the stake joint uh, where you stake the Ethereum. So I had like fucking 10 grand stuck in that for like two years. Oh, but wow. then it dropped. It went up. It went up to like 20 grand. Then it dropped down to like $400. You know how it goes? $400. Yeah. And then it finally went up to like two grand or something at one point. And I was like, man, give me my money out of that. And I put it in a, I put it in Robin Hood and put it in a Tesla. So I just right. sit, when I do the Robin Hood stuff, I just sit in the stocks and stuff I believe in. I don't really like trade or nothing, but I'll do it like if I get paid like a chunk of money, I'm like, okay, cool. I just need to spend it, this money somewhere so I don't spend it or pay an extra mm-hmm. bill or try to right. pay a credit card off too early, trying to be too responsible, but actually put it somewhere where it could possibly accumulate some money. Um, and I have been like lucky, <laughs> but no, I'm not the, not the stock guy, man. I'm just a music guy. Yeah. Well, I mean, also you're a business guy. I mean, you, yeah. you even came out here, like you said, you came out here, what, 2012? Yeah. Yeah. And how long was it after that you opened Ultrium? Ultrium, we started Ultrium in, was it 15 or six? No. 16. Yeah. Then we started our Nigga came out here in four, three, four years. But had you, a studio. Yeah, but you know what's <laughs> funny? It lined up with what we had going already. So right. it was like, I already got clientele and like relationships and people I deal with and they just need a space to utilize. So it was kind of, it was like one of them like, you're like, oh, this a void I can feel. You know what I mean? Right, right. People would hit me and be like, yo, where the studio at? Whatever. And mm-hmm. I'm like, man, it need to be like a space where people just rent their own space out. Right. Um, you know, so we did that. So yeah, I mean, I figured that out. Um, again, I don't think 
at that time, I'm getting better at being a businessman. I think I look, always looked at everything as a hustle. So it was right. like the hustler in me was like, oh, we can, I can take this money and multiply it. Or, right. or shit, I can just have a studio where I work at basically for free because the clients book the space and it pays for itself. And I'm going to need this um, anyway. Yeah, so yeah. that's it's like that part of it for me. If I can find things that pay for everything that I want to buy, I don't got to even make the money. It could just go from one source to the other right. as long as I can do it, right? Or be a part of it. You know what I mean? So more things that's like that, bro. You know? Yeah. We need I'm, to get in like a restaurant group where they... They open in a hundred, uh, what's them joints, wing stops. And they just like, yeah, put 20 grand here <laughs> there in, in you a go. year. You know, I don't give a fuck if it's $500 a month for the rest of my life. Cool. It's you know better what I'm saying? than a yeah. zilch. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Nah, I also think that's the thing too. It's you, you found opportunities and you're so good at breeding opportunities just based yeah. because you, you only do do things that feel good. You, Man. Like, I've noticed, like, you you don't deal with situations or people that are draining. You don't, you know, like, you really, I don't and even you want bring that, a certain I, energy to yeah. everything you do. I don't even be wanting, like, the opportunities of the money from the draining situations. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah. you know, being an emotional person, right? That's like, if that feeling that come from it, that's how I'm going to treat it. So it's yeah. like, if it was annoying getting, you know, it's like any way I got a, got money where it was like, uh, I don't care. I just wouldn't care about the money. I was spending the same way. You right. know, I might just do something. Might take everybody out to dinner, you know, and buy some stuff or whatever for people. But yeah, I, I just, yeah, man, I don't know. I got to be in a space that just makes sense for me mm -hmm. mentally, spiritually, and physically. Like, I don't know what you call that, but right. I just like peace, bro. I it's agree. A, it's a great thing. This candle smelled great, by the way. Oh, too, thank man. you, thank you. Yeah. Uh, it was a Christmas gift. Yeah, he got yeah. the fan. I knew it. I knew it. I was like, my friend bought that candle. I look like that fancy, man. I don't, yeah, but I don't know if he'd do that for I himself. I don't know if I do that for myself. I will, I will die. The my girl got it for it, me. It, look, the camera said the candle be a hundred dollar candle. He'd be like, shit, I could put a hundred more. Give me another camera. Man, I can use that camera to do this. That look, I know. Listen, <laughs> look, tw twenty nine. Look, twenty nine twenty on the Starbucks. Hey, that's a, that's a black magic. You feel? Second me? hand, maybe you know what I'm saying. Yep. Like, let's go. Be going crazy. Now I can have three guests. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trapper of the year, yeah, man. Listen, bro, man, man. So I want to talk to you, like your uh, your your fitness journey. Mm -hmm. Like you you work out a whole lot. Like you man. you was you was on that game even before I was on that game. Yeah. Yeah. So like, what what was your motivation for that? Man, that I was um. You know, as a child, I was obese. I've always been a bit like a big kid. Always been athletic, though. It's like, I be your big friend, but it's like, bro, we can play every sport. We can go swimming, bowling. <laughs> Nigga, I'm going to be in there. I fuck right. around, win, or be in the top. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, always been competitive and like athletic and all that stuff. Um, I just was a larger kid. You know, I, um, I fortunately grew up in like the 90s, you know? Right. So it's like the pizza, the spoiled, the blockbuster, all of that. Nobody cared about you gaining a thousand pounds mm -hmm. because they just like, oh, he's happy, you kid, man. Everybody right. got money. It's going to be doing good, you know? So, um, you know, most of my life, I, I wouldn't even necessarily say I battled with it because I didn't even know how big I was. Um, and then one day I was just like, yo, I need to change this. Um, and, you know, at that time I couldn't change certain things that was in my career, um, because I had to just put in work, right, and be patient. So I was like, well, what can, what can I work on? Okay, I'll work on me. Um, and as I worked on me and chiseled away at me, um, everything else in my life changed. So, right. you know, for me, fitness is, I feel like the only thing that you do for yourself that directly, like, is for you. Mm -hmm. Everything else is, like, for everybody else. You know, you go to work so you can make money to pay bills. So I feel like fitness is something that 
um, you know, when you work out, it directly affects you. You know, if you do it right, you right. see the results on you. You can't even give them to nobody. You can't <laughs> get, you know what right. I mean? Because some of us so much of givers, right? Yeah. You know, speaking in analogy, of course, we some we give so much that we give anything away. Like, right. hey, take these muscles. Yeah, I worked for them, but yeah, you got them. You can have them. Well, you if know? you so, needed them, I'll give them to you. <laughs> you right. feel me? Right. So I feel like um, it was the first thing that I kind of did for myself, and it, and it made me feel good. And then you know, people treat you different. Yeah, and they have different respect for you because they're mm-hmm. like, man, you care for yourself. So then I became a person of um, interest in that aspect, yeah. where it's like people look to me for health, and I right. care about that because I care about people. I'm an empath. I get around people. I can feel your emotions. You know, I want to know. You know I'm, what I'm saying? I'm, bro, I'm, in, I'm yeah. the same. And it, yeah. it, it, it it's a great thing, but then it's so crazy because I know you, mm-hmm. you've you been in situations where you get around people and you're like, Things, this isn't right. Man. Or like, just like, this ain't. And, and it's funny, we're, what we were just talking about, it usually yeah. comes in the... <laughs> In the opportunity or money mm-hmm. situations, oh, of course. it's never in just the oh good <laughs> vibes. No, it's always when something's going on or it's for some big, whether it's company or brand, and then you're just around people yeah. and you're just like, this isn't. Yeah, this yeah, ain't it. This ain't it. This ain't it. And I, mean, I feel like if you on like a certain path in your life. Man, God don't even allow you to like be a part of it. You mm-hmm. know, even if you wanted it, you're like, yeah. I done been in some situations where I was like, man, I need this bread, bro. God was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> and look, I've been in a situation where I needed this bread, and God it probably wasn't paying attention. I just got it, and that nigga turned around the scene. It was like, nigga, give me that back. <laughs> that's not, a, that ain't for you. That's not, look, and you were in you. there like, maybe, maybe that's best. <laughs> yeah, I had to accept it. That's he, said, he said it was best. So, so coming up, what was some of the the biggest things? What were the some like some of the biggest hurdles you came across in Man, music? It was like, so yeah. many, bro. When I first started in the music industry, it's, it was no way to get in the music industry. It was like mm. it was like a party that was going on that everybody knew about, but nobody could get into. <laughs> That's like my favorite. It really was though. Like you couldn't even ask nobody about it. Like man, you know how to get into uh, such and such. They were like, oh man, all right. But I heard it's lit. Yeah, all right, that shit lit though. Like that's how it was. So it was like, man, like bro, I, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm from like Cleveland. I'm from like a place where I don't know how it is now. Like, but like, like a nigga like. The opener for somebody could come in and a sellout. You know what I mean? Because they're right. like, man, we ain't never even seen nobody like doing, you know, at yeah. this level. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever. I remember we broke Gucci Man came to Cleveland for like two months straight, like every week. <laughs> what? Because it was like, we love Gucci Man. And I mean, shit, well, we need nobody else to come here. Shit, we like Gucci Man. That's what we listening to now. So, um, wow. it was a lot of, um, you know, the, the biggest thing was never having an example of anybody, right? right. The first, I can say person that I met that was in the music industry and was like doing good and like had a record deal was Ray Cash. Ray Cash. Ooh, yeah. bumping my yeah, music. Yeah, my yeah. music. Yeah, what was the, the other one? Um, he had a Ray. Had I'm a pimp, pimp in my own, own fucking mind. I'm a pimp, pimp in my fucking mind. Yes, I. I used to love. He came. Sorry to cut you off. No, you he, good. You good. He came. I'm trying to remember. They used to play his video on the hour on, I think it was Jams. Yeah, MTV, MTV Jams. Jams. And, yeah. and that was how I heard of him. I didn't know yeah. he was from Cleveland. That's crazy. Bro, we, <laughs> bro, that's, it's so funny. He like the first, like, where I was like, man, like winning, like, 
you know, me and my boy Chip would be, he'd be like, come to the studio. You know, he liked the Chip. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He liked, he like, he fucked with me too. Like, yo, yeah. you, he's like the little bros. Right. You know, I'm in here with such and such and I'm smoking this weed. You know, he was like the first person I seen like to have like the rapper weed. Right. You know, we getting there, we hitting weed. Next thing I wake up eight hours later on the couch, like, damn, I'm asleep. You know, all yeah. that time. Um, so shout out to Ray Cash, man. Like he was like the first person that kind of showed us like sessions and like all of that stuff. Okay. Um, so, you know, meeting him was like big for like Chip because it was like a big brother, like example, you know what I'm saying? As an artist and somebody who had like a record deal and they were TV and they tried. The blueprint, the closest thing to the blueprint of Hollywood that you have around you. Yeah, especially, you know, especially coming from a place like Cleveland where it's been prevalent for like artists, mm. you know what I'm saying, to come from. You know, it's a Hell, lot of creatives. Sh- even Chicago, we don't have any infrastructure there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's there's talented people, yeah. but it's it's the Midwest, man. Yeah. It's the it's a overall mm-hmm. I, you know, th- people in Wisconsin are thinking the same thing. Yeah. Lo- lo- what St. Louis we had the guy Nelly Jibs, yeah. but it's like it's now y'all got they got sexy red. <laughs> she's from St. Louis. Is she from or is she no, I think she is from St. Louis. Yeah, 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 That's yeah, yeah. crazy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I think she is from St. Louis. Ski. Um, ski yee. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, <laughs> like you, I squished that up. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know what I want to ask. Is that, hey, go ahead. So man. when we have things, she's from St. Louis, Missouri. She yeah. was born in 98. 98, brother. 98. I had on Jordan 13s in 98. <laughs> that way. was after that was after the Lion King. Crazy. That was, that's the year Space Jam came out or Space Might Jam was year. No, yeah. Space Jam 96, right? 90, 11. Uh, yeah, Cuz I know, yeah, yeah, cuz Lion King's 94, so yeah. Space Jam's 96. So she can she's born <sighs> after all of that. After all of when that. When was Aladdin? Was that 90? Aladdin was let me see. That was 92. Damn. Yeah. I'm old. <laughs> you said the last Grandpa, Grandpa Duke. It's just when you have artists like that mm-hmm. come out. Yep. What's the What does that say? Bro, I am not this is in no way disrespect to anybody. Kaya came out when I was a kid. Mm, Her song said, My neck, my back. Lick my pussy and my crack. I was a kid. I knew exactly what she was talking about. I watched every adult I know sing this song, ride around to it, (laughs) listen to it, bump it. Not wrong. It wasn't no internet for people to get on there and get testimonials and complain. (laughs) Most of the time, niggas was just drunk listening to it, right? So the whole time, it's been songs that have been... Bro, Master P made fuck them other niggas because I'm dying. Damn for my niggas. You know how I many niggas I watched get knocked out to that song? Nuck if you buck. Boy, <laughs> nuck if you buck. I grew up in that era. I grew up in the era where a nigga would punch you because a song came That's on. true. Little John had some. So, what? like, we some I buses. that um, things have come that far to be that vocal, but I love that it exists because it's reality and it shows mm-hmm. people that, hey, this exists. Yes, right. it is a lot of sexy reds in certain neighborhoods in America. Um, I believe right. that a hundred percent, and I know that no, it's facts. to be true it's from facts. being from those kind of neighborhoods <laughs> and being like, oh, that's little Shantae. She wild, bro. She crazy. That's such and such baby mama. She got like six kids, right? But just so happened now, Shantae a rapper. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? And she go viral. And everybody in the world knows about this person. But we also, no offense, right? We watch everybody kind of go viral. Bro, you like you remember the mental, like, uh, I don't want to say retardation. 50 Tyson? You understand what I'm <laughs> yeah, saying? But you I remember know. that era? Yes, well, I remember, I remember bro, we Tyson. literally laughed at them and listened to everything they had going on and yeah. made jokes and reposted them. And they was like special needs. Right. We've went through a lot of like eras, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Especially as millennials. Is, oh, yeah, because everything was new. And yeah, it's, it's yeah. new. Bro, the jackass era. Like, yeah. watching that, like, that Watch shit was crazy to me. Harm themselves for yeah, yeah, dude, you know, kind of borderline <laughs> weirdo, you know what I'm saying? Stuff. So, That's the jackass. Like, I don't know. I've seen a lot on TV and in music and all that, and I've been paying attention the whole time. Man, kid. So I'm like, I see her. Yeah, it's crazy, but. Has it always existed in a form, some way, shape, or form? Yes. Yeah, and 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 I agree with that. You make you make some very good points. I think my only problem comes with because of the because of the internet, mm-hmm. it's found by people who are a little more impressionable. Oh, I agree. And then yeah. it's it, it, like, I, okay, I fear for it as somebody who's getting, and this is the, I'm getting old, mm-hmm. but this is, I fear for it as somebody who's getting older. If it's like, oh, if I have a daughter, like, how how could I explain to my daughter that, mm-hmm. like, I would have to tell my daughter, like, yeah, you don't want to be Cardi B. How yeah. do I explain that to my daughter? No, but you see my point, though. It's, I'm not yeah. saying you don't want to be Cardi B. Shout out no, to Cardi I know B. What you mean. But, yeah. like, even the journey she had to take to become Cardi B. Yeah. Has made her a very stronger person, but yeah. at the same time, I might not want that for my kid. Yeah. But it's how do you say that when it's like no? But that is yeah. I you think know? it's I think it's scary because you know it's the what if, right? Right. Um, I think the crazy part about it be watching people go through certain circumstances and overcome them to become whatever they are, right. where it's in front of people. And then, but that's yeah. not the narrative that's sold. That's why I get. That's what I'm saying because yeah. it's even the same thing when I look at, uh, when I look at any huge artist, mm-hmm. and, and I know you feel the same, or any huge producers you've worked with, yeah. anyone you admire, mm-hmm. you admire them for the work. Yeah, you don't just admire somebody because they're famous or they seem lit. Like I know, I know what kind yeah. of person you are. You do not. Yeah. You admire them because it's like, nah, bro. Like, regard. You'll even say, regardless of how I feel, he did X, Y, and Z. Yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not framed in that way. People mm-hmm. think how many people just, for example, think how many people just loved Michael Jackson, but it hadn't. It, they just loved Michael Jackson. Yeah. It, it wasn't rooted in like, man, do you know how many times this nigga practiced those spins? Do you yeah. know that nigga got his ass beat to learn how to do blah, blah, blah? And then he, <laughs> yeah, then he yeah. took that and then he took that <laughs> yeah. over here. He, man, this man, cre- mm. they don't look at that. Yeah. They just think like, same, same with a nigga, like Dre. It's yeah. like, they just like, oh, yeah, that's cool, man. He's the man. But like, yeah. no, it's the steps that he took that made him the man. Agreed. And it's the same with like how you just explained a sexy red. Yeah. But it's not framed that way. Yeah. It's just the virality of it. So at let's be real. Think of all the shit we liked when we were like sixteen. Yeah, a lot of it was not positive. I'm sure. No, not at all. But bro, I used to listen to this song. It said, "Yep, in my white tee. Yep, in my white tee. We know it. Like that <laughs> right. was my shit. Answer to it." Don't, don't. Yeah, probably <laughs> hopped in the in the whip with one of my boys to go get me a white tee because of it. So right. Yeah, I, I, I 
the po the poison aspect of it, right? Is yes, yeah, it's, it's 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 sick. You know what I'm saying? Like in that aspect of like you know make it sexualizing like young you know impressionable mm-hmm. kids and stuff. But um, yes, yeah, it's, it's just like I said, it's a reality too. Where it's like, man, this is, these kind of people exist. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And this this kind of things are going on in certain parts, and we shedding light on it. Like I grew up in the gang culture around like yeah. like in that era like like and not saying I grew up in it like I wasn't um, in Cleveland we don't necessarily have gang it's more like streets so it's like people claim blocks I'm from this block I'm from that block okay um, and then a lot of that how they dress or how they operate is influenced by the music or the movies mm-hmm. um, in our community <laughs> it's, it's just some different movies you know what I mean we got boys in the hood we right got, <laughs> we got crazy movies you know what I'm saying which. It's usually a triumph to tragedy. <laughs> you know, yeah. you watch them do something great, they get gunned down. You know what I mean? And we we've been Scarface. seeing that for a long time. Belly. So yeah, I, do I feel like um, you know, it can be maybe it can be shifted. Like it can be some different examples of that. I think it is. I think it's just what people pay attention to. You know, people and, favorite t- TV shows is people arguing like, like right now the most popular thing is people doing what me and you doing, mm. but they arguing about something. Oh, hundred percent. This is the thing. It's like, 100%. oh yeah, they man. You hear what they was talking about? They, now people don't even care about who's saying it. They just care about. Uh, I mean, not they care about who's saying it, but not from a popularity. They care if they like them or not to listen. Mm, right, so they like right. the person that's talking. Oh, I'm listening to what they're saying. They don't like them, and they ain't talking about nothing. And, you know and that I mean? it's that divide, man. Like, you know, it's you should be able to hear from both sides of yeah. the argument in any situation, you know. Mm-hmm. And due to algorithms and whatnot, like I know we're only pushed what we like. Yeah, you know, it's it takes. I, I read something that was like it's two seconds, mm-hmm. and if you like linger on something, anything for two seconds on your phone, yeah. it's like, oh, he likes that. We're gonna push more yeah. of that because all. <laughs> Oh, I get on my album is crazy food. Oh, I listen, <laughs> those posts, I love those. I, I was literally gonna ask, how do you find these count your days? Bruh, count your motherfucking days, boy. No, you know it's funny, um, yo again, it goes to the health stuff, right? Right. So for me it's like I wanted to, you know, it's like a lot of time when I get around people, they hide their food or they you know, I was just eating. <laughs> Man, I just thought about RJ to sell it. I was like, damn, right? I didn't even say that. So I started understanding. I was like, oh, since I'm healthy, people hold themselves accountable when I come around because my mm-hmm. maybe my spirit just get at my energy. So um, how do I make fun of the things that people are eating that's going on in the world without it being a standpoint of me being judging? Like, you shouldn't eat that because mm-hmm. I don't feel like it should be like that. I feel like we can kind of all laugh about it you know what I'm right. saying just like how when I watch dudes uh, you know or, or we play the would you game you know you look at chicks and I'm like would you All right. you know type vibe so I feel like it's like that with the food like some of that stuff I post some of it look good you know, you know what I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna hold you there was one I was looking at did uh, you see the Mac Real that's, today that's what I saw and the I saw Mac that Mac Real bro, and I said is the blackest thing that I was and like, any that black good. people presented. That is one of the blackest things I have ever seen. My <laughs> the Mac is a, rib, a Mac rib, not a Mick rib. Y'all heard of the Mick rib? The Mick rib <sighs> is the fake uh, hamburger meat patty with the little burns in it. I got to show the, like the high school lunch. <laughs> but the Mac rib is literally ribs, man. Yo, and it it looks stuffed so, with macaroni. It and looks cheese. so good too. Let me see. <laughs> 
Oh, you gonna pull it up? Oh, I'm gonna pull it up. <laughs> Look how great this looks like. Oh, okay. TV wants to see. Whenever you try to do something new, yeah. this happens. <laughs> it's Is always it not no, no, no. I I updated the TV because oh, you know, every, everything wow. needs a fucking update now, and so now it's being you know you know how the game goes. Oh my god! But we'll look at the macarib in a minute. But no, but I like the only thing I didn't need in it is the the sausage links. Which ones? In the McRib. It's a, it has like oh, the sausage. Oh, they added those. Yeah, they did yeah, add those. Yeah, like I, I didn't eat that. But the, So but you the, want the waffle fries with the mac and cheese? No, <laughs> I just want, I would take the mac and cheese with just the rib. There and, we and, go. And, and it really could be Contro Day, That's all by you the way. need. That's OD, bro. Let's see, I don't why, need. Why not? I don't need this stuff on top. Why not just have ribs <laughs> with some with mac, mac and cheese, cheese on the side? <laughs> well, okay, I like why the presentation. Why do everything gotta be? You know what? <laughs> Y'all gotta stop sexualizing food, man. I realize, man. Yeah, that the food is, is sexualized. Thing. This is gluttony at its finest. Oh, for sure. But I, I mean, I ain't mad at somebody trying to do a little different presentation. I like. I just think the up the standing up rib is nice with a little mac and cheese is nice. But the then you go brisket on top. The brisket. See, that's when it starts getting crazy, and then it's like the then hot you got, links. Then you bring the hog and in, and then the tea like stuff. So now you remix and you just eating a whole farm on one thing. Yeah, right? no, 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 no. Oh my gosh, this one. Jesus. <laughs> like so what? this right here is pepperoni with pizza on the side. So if you want to get you up some pepperoni. Pizza uh, on the side. Bro, my stomach would be destroyed. Bro, that right there is heartburn records right there, my brother. Heartburn like records. If you, nigga, you burp, you're going to start a fire, nigga. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. That's Let me see what else you got on here. Oh, this is ridiculous. So what was that? So this right here is what I call niggas eat anything with a crunch, right? <laughs> and I'll prove it to you. In the comments, niggas is like... Man, that look kind of good, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Bet, oh, it's it, rabbit? It is a lot of people saying. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Look good, bro. Bugs and busters finna be in my belly. Oh, <laughs> Not the rabbit's fry. Ah, I mean, I heard rabbit is pretty good. Bro, I've never, no offense, looked at a rabbit and was like, man, that shit probably go crazy on some bread. Have you ever Have you ever watched like shows like Alone or like those shows have, where they do? All right. I got a funny theory about this. Oh, yeah. Let me hear it. All right, so alone, right? Uh, Motherfuckers be out in the middle of the woods. No food, nothing. Right. But they got a camera. Full <laughs> setup. The battery get changed. I be thinking about this. So they, they took batteries, but no food. Yeah, man, I'm a, you know, I'm gonna make sure my camera's fully charged, my phone well, and everything, but no. I've 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 allowed myself to believe uh -huh. because I want it to be as real as possible. Yeah. I've allowed myself to believe that that's production. Okay. So production, because you know they do the test every morning yeah. to make sure that you're like fit and like can go on. Yeah. So they probably come swap. But I have thought that I was like, do they just leave these niggas with no food and like five extra batteries? Like, okay, so here's your batteries. Make sure to change these out every thirty. Like, nigga, if I'm hungry, I'm not thinking about no battery being dead. Bro, like, where where are the people that just want to do this? Middle America. <laughs> <laughs> I can say that with all confidence. They're in middle America. They're in Virginia. Yeah, no, they're, they're in Virginia. They're in uh, Ohio. Ohio. <laughs> yes. The, out. They're in Illinois. Maybe not Chicago, but they're in Illinois. Yeah, definitely in Illinois. Uh, Michigan. Michigan. Sure. Yeah, they're over there. Because oh, you don't see God. people like, hey, I live 
on Sixth and Bro- you know Sixth and Broadway in New York. I wanna, and, yeah, I, I'm from Brooklyn, and I, I want to go live in a no. Just as a black man, I never like woke up and was like, man, you know what? I want to struggle really bad, <laughs> and like I want to document it. <laughs> now the fact that I've had had done that, <laughs> I and just that I have struggled it. and it's been documented. <laughs> Listen, I, I think it takes a level of security in life mm-hmm. to go I want to go out there with nothing and see if I can live <laughs> off the land it, or you're the kind of person who you don't you're really one of those people who travels or you're kind of like a nomad where thing you like, don't uh, really care you ever see the Yosemite Yosemite no I think it's Yo- is it Yosemite like the place the, like the mountains oh yeah yeah the yeah the documentary though oh no I've never seen it it's called Freefall Freefall. Oh, you need to check that out. I think it's called Freefall, I want to say. Um, it's a documentary where this dude climbs Yosemite Freefall, like uh, with, with no uh, gear, no climbing gear. Oh, shit. Or whatever. And I'm like, man, that like, that's definitely like, I woke up and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try to die today and if I survive... I'm gonna make a documentary about it. <laughs> he won like he won like awards and everything from really? it. It's pretty good. Yeah, that's what he climbing for. like a crazy. Wait, is it a romance? Free is it called? Uh, Wait, this is I'm gonna I'm gonna show you, I'm gonna show you what comes up when I look at Freefall. Then you tell me if this so, is the movie. No, or, uh, I don't know if this is the movie. Oh hell no! <laughs> that's, that's 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 Brokeback Mountain too. Yeah, that's all Freefall. Free no, that, that, that maybe it's called uh, Yosemite, let me think Yosemite, Yosemite movie. Yosemite Yo. climb movie. Yo, Yosemite yeah. Yosemite yep. climb climbing movie. Yep, there you go. I don't know why I called it free for the dawn. It's a bunch the of dawn wall. The... Uh, where do, hold on, hit documentary then. Semi climate docu free solo, free solo. Yeah. Okay. He won a award uh for this joint though. There we go. Yeah. Okay. That's great. He climbed that joint, bro. He climbed that joint. And it was like dark. It's ridiculous. You you gotta watch this. That's that's how, a joint to watch. Where you gonna be like? How Yo. long did it take him to like climb the thing? I forgot the time because I see it came out twenty eighteen. So I seen it then. So what's that been? Six years. I ain't seen it in six years, but it was amazing. Let me see. Yeah. This is the preview. Oh, this joint's crazy. This is crazy. Look at this shit. So imagine climbing that with your bare hands, bro. No rope. People who know a little bit about climbing, they're like, oh, he's totally safe. And then people who really know exactly what he's doing are freaked out. I've thought about El Cap like for years, and every year I'm like, that's crazy. That's crazy. I'll never be content. Beast, he was getting his shape. Crazy. This is crazy. So what? I what possesses somebody to do this? Ridiculous. I think uh, maybe he just wanted a challenge. You know that's, what I'm saying? That's crazy. <clears throat> I just never woke up and was like, you know what? I think I want to die today. Uh, and if I don't, I'm the man. I, I think <laughs> I'm the man. I think about it kind of like like when I see like uh. Like remember Travis Pastrana, the dude yeah. who used to do like the backflips on the oh fuck yeah, Hell all yeah. that kind of shit, and I'm just like, 
once you're that guy, they're doing a documentary. It's like, oh, cool. That's badass. How do you get that good? I know how I got, I know how you probably got good at making beats. I know how yeah. I got good at making beats. Yeah. That's a, called a lot of practice and a yeah. lot of bad beats. You can't yes. have a lot of bad climbs. Oh, because one fall, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> that's Literally, it. Literally. Like. Bruh. That's. <laughs> yeah, you got to uh, check that one out. I, yeah, I already yeah, I'm know it's going to check that yeah. out. <laughs> But I, but I'm sure there's just oh you gonna be caught up in it you gonna be like oh no M- mentality oh, yeah. his mentality's probably crazy oh it gotta yeah, be yeah like he's you see dude living like a uh, one of them vans with like the bed mm. and all that stuff in it he just drive around doing that nomad just yeah. yeah he doesn't want possessions man he wants just, experience just a beast bro man like left his house to go do that and just was like this is what I'm doing like man. I guess that's finding purpose. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, it's it's purpose, man. Damn, that's crazy, <laughs> crazy bro. That's crazy. So what what was it like? What was it like when you did the Easy Record? Oh man, um, full circle moment, dream come true moment. Last thing I expected to happen, right? right. Not that I, you know, I doubted anything, but I was just like. It's no way, like, I'm about to work with Kanye in this song, you know, this song coming out this fast. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, yeah, because um, it, it happened fast. It happened fast, bro. It's like, we got in the studio with him on, like, a Friday or a Saturday or something like that, and the song was out by the, the following Friday. Um, wow. Yeah, that shit was crazy. It's like, you know, it went from, like, <clears throat> my year starting off, I'm like, Okay, 2022, what we about to do? You know, <laughs> yeah. doing all the little posts. Intentions. All the things I did last year. Yeah. Writing all these ideas down. And then, you know, the first day didn't feel like that. The second day, I'm like, you suck. <laughs> you know, and then the third day game's like, um, yo, come by the studio today. We're going to start working on the album. And by the way, Kanye's supposed to come by. So put some stuff together. You know, he called me the day before, and I'm like, Okay, yeah, Kanye might come. I don't know. Yeah, the song cool, yeah. but I, not that I didn't believe game because every time he says something, it's hundred percent true. Right, it was me doubting me even being there when it happened. Like, oh, I'm probably you he know, might come through later. Even, I might not even wake up tomorrow. No, I'm just <laughs> right. But um, <clears throat> put a couple ideas together. Um, get to the studio. We just vibing. You know, next thing you know, door open up. Man, yeah, walk in. Him, Alexander Wang, somebody else. Um, it's like, damn, this shit just turned out quick. Game, like, yo, let me play you some stuff. You know, get to playing records, running through some stuff um, that he worked on prior. Him and Hit, some stuff I worked on. Um, and then he got to what became easy. And it wasn't, <clears throat> we're playing it for him, like, as the intro of the album. So it was like, yo, right. we just want to play the intro of the album. Then maybe we make something. All right, cool, whatever. Play it. And uh, he looks over at Hitboy, and he's like, yo, I need this. This is one of the one I need to get on. And everybody kind of like, okay, well, this is like the intro. You know what I mean? But everybody <laughs> saying that. He's like, yo, can we load this up? Yeah. Like, Hell yeah. yeah, yeah. Shit. Just load it up. You know, a couple minutes pass. It's loaded up. He's like, yeah, I want to go in the booth. Just go in the booth and start flaming that shit, boy. Like, crazy. You know, just, it was crazy. Wow. I was like, what? You know? I don't get it. Like, damn, it's that <laughs> it's easy. It can happen that easy. You know, it made me look at all the people that um, 
Yeah, and I, you know, I hate it's like a cliche to look at it, but not because people say gatekeeper, and I don't, I don't believe in that because I hop mm-hmm. gates. Like I'm from the hood. If I'm getting chased by something, <laughs> I'm gonna hop a fucking fence. So if I'm yeah, chasing, yeah. you know, trying to get somewhere, I'm not gonna let that no gate ain't stop gonna me hold me back. Um, but it just made me be like, damn, things really can go like this and happen, and the music can come out and stuff, and that's right. reality. So it made me more of a believer. You know, it made me, um, you know, I think that thing happened in my life from a spiritual perspective to be able to share that story to be like, hey man, you literally can have a thought in your head and that shit can exist. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think that happened in my life for that and for me to still be the person that's down there to be like, yo, bro, you can work with Kanye. You can get music right. to anybody. It's possible. It's not impossible. And by the way, they're human. You know? It's a human being that makes music, that love music just like you is inspired. Right. You know, by by things just like you so yeah that process that was crazy it was crazy Damn. moment bro that's I can't I, lie. that's checklist. a great way to look at it too man. yeah there's a check checklist moment bro where i'm like because i started making beats because of kanye you know that's <laughs> who i was trying to make beats like when i first started i was trying to sample right away you know what i mean like, mr sandman <laughs> man that beat was so bad <laughs> oh man i don't know what I was thinking. That was the I, first hey, the first rep. I just trying to do something different though. You know what I mean? Than what I was hearing. You know, and, and you've kept that. Yeah. You've kept that. Try try to, man, keep my own identity. You know, it'd be hard from a business aspect sometimes because it's mm-hmm. like you can't do things and operate a certain way and and yield results. No, not right. is it necessarily every result you want, no. But is it like monetarily, you know, can pay off? Yeah, it's it's ways for that to happen. Um, right. I've always been forced to have to go the organic route, um, but it's been a blessing. You know what I mean? Right. Not forced. You know, I've always wanted to go the organic route. But even if I, like I said, I turned to another way, God was like, hey, big fella, this is the way you're supposed to go. Right. Sorry, man. That ain't the door for you. I, no, I feel, I, I, feel, I feel the same with my career. There's so yeah. many things where sometimes you see uh, other people get a whole lot of just, to, whether it's just help or more direction yeah. or, or they just plugged, whatever yeah. it is. But- it's invaluable the things that you learn along the way trying to do it on your own Agreed. or trying to you you learn every every piece to the puzzle opposed oh, I, to just I being agree, like that bro. you know yeah i agree man i think yeah this shit a journey man you know yeah. what i mean it's definitely a journey and it's a marathon not a race it's a long be built marathon. for it <laughs> Hell you get yeah. a train every day you can't be eating mac ribs every day. <laughs> <laughs> Fried so, rabbit sandwiches. Like, man, shit. What, what what do you wanna um what do you wanna do this year? What's what's what are you excited about? Uh this year I'm excited about dropping this lo fi project. Um I wanna dive into that. Just put Oh, you doing you doing a full lo fi project? Yeah, so Hell instrumentals, yeah. lo fi instrumentals. I, bro, I love yeah. I did one uh in 2021 oh that's it was called, called airline anthems oh, so there's a whole th- i gotta send it to you i, I think yeah, you'll fuck please it. bro it's, yeah uh, definitely it's a full uh it's only like 22 minutes yeah uh, actually it's 22 minutes and two seconds which oh, is crazy right. it just was that way yeah um but it's all like airport themed instrumentals <laughs> and i just made it and they're all lo-fi but oh, i need to check that's that out. no that's yeah. i love lo-fi bro that's yeah cool. i just wanted to do like some vibey like different stuff you know just being an underground like creative right um type mindset again i i consider myself a guy that like does things that garners attention 
and opportunity within the music industry, mm-hmm. I don't really look at myself as like an industry uh, figure. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. I don't really think I fit. Um, I fit in that space. You know, I might have I like some of the criteria. I've achieved some of the things, but um, but you're you know, not I just an love industry making music. guy. Yeah, 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 I know what you mean. Yeah, that ain't, you know what I mean. I'm a guy that knows a lot of people and has good <laughs> relationships within the industry. There you yeah. go. And that's a better way to be. Man, <laughs> best way to be for me. Hell yeah, bro. But listen, man, thank you so much for coming through. Man, I appreciate you having me, dog. Hell yeah, we'll do this again. Uh, Come love, on. buddy. Thank you, man. Yes. And we out. We out, Peace. baby. Peace.